I drove home to plot my next move. I told myself that I would go right to my computer and start searching for a new job. I would use Paul as a reference. He couldn't say no after all of this, and it would be a sure thing to get another job. Instead of this, though, when I got home, I stripped out of my clothes, put on my comfy sweatpants and my favorite t-shirt, and didn't even bother taking my makeup off. Then I climbed into bed and realized how much I had truly fallen for Paul. It wasn't just the really good sex. I thought there was something more there, some deeper connection. But for him, I imagined that I was just another woman that he could talk into joining in on his kinky activities. What kind of man had desires where he wanted to tie up his lover, spank her, and drip candle wax on her? It wasn't normal. Or was it just because he'd been with so many women that regular sex was boring? Or was it because he was abused at some point? Or was it something in between? I had never been with a guy like him before, that's for sure. Why couldn't he be Paul Hart, CEO, and everything that comes with that, but just be into normal sex? It wasn't fair. Jenny would have been the perfect partner for him. My best friend was into some wild stuff. She never told me about anything as kinky as what Paul was into, but I wouldn't put it past her. She would know how to handle a man like Paul. I certainly didn't. I cried until I didn't have any more tears. My face felt red and sore, almost the way he had made my ass feel. But this was a different pain. Why did I have to fall for him? A man like him would never go for a woman like me. I was normal. He was a billionaire, not to mention a very kinky billionaire. I wrapped myself in the covers and hid my head. I fell asleep. I woke when my cell phone rang. The first thing I saw on my phone was the clock that told me I had been asleep for a few hours. Emotionally drained from Paul and physically drained from our kinky relationship, the second thing I saw was Paul's number. It was him calling. I didn't answer. I just put the phone down. Knowing him, I expected him to call me repeatedly until I answered. Instead, he only called me once, and then, a short time later, my phone made the tone to let me know I had a new message. I couldn't stop myself from dialing into my voicemail to listen to the message. His calm, seductive voice on the end sounded so casual. Hey, I was just checking in on you to make sure that you got home all right. Give me a call if you need anything. I wanted to call him right back and tell him that I needed him, but instead I put the phone down and tried my best to forget about him. I grabbed my laptop and searched through the job websites. I saw a lot of secretary positions and a number of personal assistant jobs. All of them I could probably get easily with Paul's reference, but I didn't apply to any of them. I didn't want to work anywhere else, I realized. I wanted to work where I would see Paul coming in to work in the mornings. I wanted to be where I could just take an elevator to his office at night. What was wrong with me? He was more toxic than my ex-boyfriend, Brian. He called again just before five. On the voicemail, he was still calm and cool, but the space between his words told me that he was thinking about each word carefully. Olivia, how are you? I was just calling to say that I miss you, and I'm thinking about you. I really called to say that you have a position here if you want to come back. You don't have to be a receptionist either. We have an opening in our marketing department. I know that's what you wanted. It's not because of what happened either. Nor is it because of our relationship. It's because you would be good in the position. 
Anyway, I have to go. I have a meeting in a few minutes. Call me. I knew that even with a reference from him, I would never get that kind of position starting out at another company. However, the only reason that he wanted me in the marketing department for his company was because of the explicit sex we had. It had to be the only reason. When my roommate came home, I didn't tell her anything. I didn't know how to tell her that I'd just broken up with the richest, best-looking man I would ever meet, much less date. She wouldn't understand unless I told her about the kind of desires he had, and I could never tell anyone about our nights together, both because of the Non-Disclosure Act and because some people might find it just a bit too kinky. I didn't want to deal with all of the inevitable questions that would follow. There was another reason. It was because what happened in the bedroom was between us, no one else.